Thanks for joining us on the WDW News Today podcast. My name is Eric Morton. With me, as always, is Tom Corliss. Tom, we're wearing the same shirts again. It's as if these were recorded on the same day. Yeah, we, we are recording two in the same day, and it yeah. happens to be the day when... I don't know who the idiot is, but we're both idiots wearing the same shirt. We're not on the same bowling team. or You know why we're not idiots, though? Because the shirt is from Park Candy. These are high-quality shirts, that is for sure. Very comfortable. Park Candy. You can go to uh, link slash parkcandy. If you use the code WDWNT at checkout, you get a 15% discount. I am still very happy with these. As we said in the last episode, I've, I've even purchased some of my own. I love them. I, I, super I love them. They are um, much more comfortable than the ones that I buy in the parks, too. It's just I, have I love this of those material, too. yeah. yeah. The four-way yeah. stretch, as Erica said. Yeah, that, I don't know. Sugar floss is what they call this material. It's oh. Very nice, light, sweet material. Mm. I haven't tasted it, but I guess that's what the what you might find out if you were to taste it. I don't know. Good stuff. Thanks to our friends at Park Candy for making us look and feel fantastic. I don't know if this or, is still available by the time this is airing, but we also on the desk have Gertie. This is Dinosaur Gertie. Um, our first ever plush from Carousel Products. It's available at this link, wdwnt.link slash Gertie, um, if they are still available. They might be gone by the time you're hearing or watching this. Um, but yeah, it's a, a Gertie plush. It's 50 bucks because custom plush are expensive. Um, but it is, we, we drew it. It's completely custom made. We fought for three months about the color to make sure the color was right. It's super soft, very huggable. We also very collectible. Yeah. Um, it'll have an embroidered, uh, carousel products logo on the foot, um, has a special tag. Um, but it's, it's perfect. I love it. I, I, and not just cause we made it like, um, it's a dream come true. I, I've always loved Gertie. And I think being able to finally bring home Gertie is a very special thing. Well, there you have it. Um, we are going to continue, as we promised two episodes ago, uh, with the Ask Me Anything because there were yeah. so many questions and we ran out of time. Yeah. So um, I know that there's nothing you like more than answering questions that uh, you have no control over where they came from or what the people are asking, right? Is that on the top of your list of sure. things to do? Yeah. And uh, since, you know... You have most people blocked on Twitter. We let them ask in the community wow. post uh, this wow. and in the comments from our Ask Me Anything episode that we did Never uh, heard a that couple joke weeks ago. All right. Uh, I, I'm not going to read everybody's names because some people's YouTube yeah, yeah, yeah. names are very long. Uh, any ideas on who might be the next CEO of the Walt Disney Company after Bob Iger steps down? We've we've touched on this. We've We've... The subject has has nicked us before, but we haven't yeah. gone too deep into it. Who do you think? Uh, I think Dana Walden yeah. makes a lot of uh, sense. She is uh, not only very accomplished and professional, she is good uh, in front of cameras. She uh, obviously would be the first woman CEO of the Walt Disney Company, which yeah. is something that you know Fortune 100 companies are doing these days. I think yeah. uh, it's about time, and I think that. Um, you know, she would be a, a strong candidate. I'm not saying she is the one. I think she is a front runner, is among the front runners. What about you? Kevin Mayer. Yeah? I think so. I think him him or Tom Staggs, I think they come back, but we'll wait and see. Yeah. Any particular strength that you see? I mean, he built Disney Plus basically, right? Yeah, I think I think he has a good head for the business. Um, Tom Staggs would be my choice. I don't know that he's going to come He's a Parks back. guy. He was. I mean, he was also CFO. He's also a, a uh, money guy. Yeah. But uh, who's the guy he swapped jobs with? Uh, I, was... I know your favorite guy. I just, why am I drawing a blank? I hate you. Um, <laughs> I just what what you I like about Tom Stegg is, yeah, he was a money guy. So I think when he got the job at Parks and Resorts, we were very concerned about that. And then they end up having the best run of Parks and Resorts in, in like 15 years at that point. So that was what a moment! Like Cars Land, Mystic Manor, New Fantasyland, uh, the 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 Wish and the Fantasy, um, all of that in the Stags era. So the like wish? that's that's 
I said the, the wish, dream and the fantasy. The wish and the fantasy? No, the dream and the fantasy. The dream and the fantasy. Did I say wish the, and the Yeah, fantasy? you said no. the wish and the fantasy. The dream and the I don't the think fantasy. that anybody the includes good, the wish as the a great accomplishment. Boats. Yeah. The good boats. Um, good ships, whatever you want to say. a boat. Yeah, I, that's why I would want Tom Sick. Even though he's a money guy, I think he clearly let the creative people do what they need to do, and I think that's so important to the Walt Disney Company. Just to quickly address this, by the way, because we've had that comment before when you've called it a boat, when obviously me having a lot of sea time being a former Marine yeah. would call it a ship most of the time. Uh, the Disney Cruise, Line, Disney Cruise Line started as the big red boat. Yeah. That was the name of the of the experience. Yeah. So boat is not— But they let their characters on, do you? Yeah. So that is uh, not necessarily incorrect to call it uh, a boat in that context. Uh, All right, moving on. What is your favorite ride at Disneyland Paris? Pirates of the Caribbean. Really? Yeah, and then Phantom. Pirates, then Phantom? Yeah. Okay, that was easy. Are there reasons why you want to expand? I mean, on we them? were a pirate family. Like that was not that we were like pirate. Like my father wasn't a pirate. the Bronx pirates, uh, <laughs> pirates of the Bronx. Uh, <laughs> hey yo, <laughs> be giving us all your bagels. <laughs> um, no, like that was the like we always like mansion too, but like pirates was the one we always gravitated towards. So like being yeah. on the best pirates of the Caribbean. But Phantom is, oh, I love Phantom so much. They're both phenomenal. Hard to pick, I'm sure. If you could pick one ride to walk through at a Disney park, what would it be? 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea at uh, Tokyo Disney Sea. Um, there are, there's video out there of the EVAC. It's weird. Yeah. So the way it works, it's kind of like the Peter Pan ride system a bit. It's a suspended vehicle, yeah. but there's theming. Like, all around you, like, you're going through caverns and stuff. But then to exit, you have to come out the top of the sub. If it's an emergency, you'd have to be able to crawl out the top of the submarine. And then there are What about people that can't? You're not supposed to ride. Um, There's catwalks that you'd be able to walk above all the scenes to evac. So that's the dream. The dream is to do that. What is the best evac you've done? What's the coolest one you've done? I mean, mansion. You've done Rise cool. several times. Rise, I've done every, I've been out every door. I've walked every scene of Rise of the Resistance. I've been out every emergency exit in the building. I only got evac'd um, from the queue right before the. And then the, they told you to leave. And they made us leave the park because it was closed. We're closed now. Please leave. They gave you nothing. I was live streaming. Oh you can go back and God, find out what yeah. I don't Please leave. Um, and then um, my mansion. Mansion was cool. But Racers, we walked the racetrack in Racers. That was kind of cool. Uh, those those two stick out. Tower of Terror was neat, too. In the fifth you dimension, walked through the fifth dimension. In the you? fifth dimension, we walked on the mirror panels. Yeah. That was cool. And then what, to some stairs? Or do they, have, have, a, do they have an elevator for that? Um, like a real working elevator? Maybe there was. We I think we definitely took the stairs, but hmm. I don't know. That's cool. I don't know. I I would like to be evacuated from something cool, but I've always get it's always Mission Space or wow. Toy Story Mania or you know a bunch of these ones that are not exciting at all to get evacuated from. Yeah. I think it would be cool to do some of these. I, I mean, back in the, if I could go back and get evacuated from Horizons. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen? Um, I don't want to get too deep into it. We've talked about these guys before, but the website of the the guys that used yeah. to go sneak off the ride and like have lunch. Yeah. And the catwalks and stuff at Horizons. How yeah. cool is that? Like, you could get lost, lost in there. That place was huge. Yeah. That'd be a cool one to get evacuated from. Some of them, I don't know what you do on Peter Pan's flight. How do you get evacuated from that one? I think they come with a ladder. Yeah. I don't know. Or they, or they push you along to, like, the few. There's a few, like. Little platforms or something. Platforms, you can get on. yeah. This is an epic universe one. We actually promised an epic episode. Yeah, we'll have and to do that when you come back. Have to do it after you go to Circus McGurkis with Annie, and you can talk yeah, to her about tomorrow. appearing on our podcast. Um, this is this could be a whole episode of Disneyland versus WW. But for an actual question, if you could upgrade a classic attraction with modern technology or base a new ride in a park original IP, what would you want? 
I mean, Peter. Pan, last episode we talked about Peter Pan's flight in Shanghai. How great that is! Mm-hmm. If I had the power, I would literally knock down the Magic Kingdom one and build that one. So th- that that's it with modern technology, but still charming and meaningful as ever. Um, I would like to improve Space Mountain. I think yeah. as much as it's a cla- it's a classic, and I I love Space Mountain. I just think the ride experience and the uh, everything could be a little bit better. Yeah. I think there's new technology to do cool stuff, uh, even with the limited footprint that they have inside of that building. I think it yeah. could be pretty cool. How would you fix Disneyland's Tomorrowland? My God. I don't even know at this point because I, I felt like Marvel was the answer, right? And the reason I say that is I think like the Stark Expo – would have been brilliant, right? Because the Stark Expo was inspired by the World's Fair, mm-hmm. which in a lot of ways inspired Tomorrowland, right? Yeah. So like a fake World's Fair where it's all these fictional companies, right? Think about it, even like ours. It would be like they did it a little bit with the the new Tomorrowland, right, with the fake companies because um, you had XS Tech. Tech. XS Tech was at the, the Interplanetary Convention Center doing yeah. a presentation. The Science Center had the timekeeper showing off his, you know uh, – uh, time machine invention. Um, the Metro Retro Historical Society presented the Carousel of Progress. Um, there was a little bit of that there, but I think like in a modern Tomorrowland, right? Like, what if Tron was, you know, if if you wanted to give Tron actual story rather than what it is with, oh, you've entered the grid and you're in a competition, you have to get these gates. And, oh, it's mm-hmm. stupid. Um, what if it was an Encom? Ex- what if Encom was presenting at the Stark Expo, and yep. that that explains how you get zapped into the game grid. And yeah. then you end up competing to get out, right? Like, that'd be great. Especially um, if this plan could include bulldozing the Tomorrowland Speedway. Yeah. You use that space. Well, they're specifically asking about Disneyland. But, yeah, I think all of them overall. I think But it's you said great, Tron, so that— Yeah, but I was thinking, yeah. like, you could build Tron at Disneyland, right? If you knock down the Carousel Theater, you want to yeah. build it back there. Um, or even you want to get rid of Autopia and put it there, right? And and you could turn you could turn it into the Stark Expo, right? Like I don't like Ant Man and the Wasp Nano Battle, but you've already overlaid um, a Buzz Lightyear right into that. Yeah. So you you could do that. Um, Star Tours could certainly be turned. You could use those simulators as something else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Space Mountain. Let that be presented by I don't know. It's it's a you know it's a terminal. I don't you know mm-hmm. I I think. That was the place for Marvel. I think that was a way stronger story than what they came up with for California Adventure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, what would you do? I'm not really sure. I mean, I like the idea of the Stark Expo. I just think Tomorrowland and Disneyland in general feels just kind of sad and dilapidated. Yeah. Uh, it's disjointed. Yeah, it's disjointed. Like this massive queue for Space Mountain kind of goes everywhere into like – like atriums and hallways and there's planters and there's outdoor areas and there's all kinds of like space to do stuff. I think that they, it's just kind of right now a waste opportunity. I I think I would like to see someone with a lot of vision come in and, and make it cool. I, I don't mind, I wouldn't mind um, keeping this idea of a retro futuristic vision, but maybe adjust our retro forward 30 years and do a retro futuristic design from the 80s yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I think that would be really cool. And um, in terms of you're going to put IP into it, you know, Stark Expo makes a lot of sense. There's other things they could do too, like look, Tron in the 80s would make sense. You said it as a as an 80s Tron, not this new Tron. Well, it doesn't be 80s Tron, Tron but it could just be at NCOM is presenting at the Stark Expo and they have the device and – you all get zapped into the grid, right? I mean, yeah. What could go wrong? Um, we'll, we'll also take questions from the Wigs. The Wigs are watching live. The Wigs, the WWNT yeah. Inner Globe Society. That is our Patreon group that supports our content and and our ability to create this content for you. Uh, if you want to learn more about that, you can go to wdwntcom slash Patreon or patreon.com slash WWNT. Yeah. For as little as two bucks a month, you get early. Uh, you can get things like early access to events, discounts on events, show and event tickets. There's a nice big uh, discount on stage early, 89. Right? Early access to buy the Gertie plush yeah. uh, and also for stage 89. Um, these things, st- events like stage 89 are very expensive for us to produce and put on. Yeah. Uh, so a little bit of a discount goes out to the wigs and thanks for their support. 
uh, all kinds of stuff. So uh, we'd appreciate that if you check that out. You can become a Wigs member. We'll see you in Discord, and we'll talk to you on the show. Um, Since you mentioned Stage 89, I mm -hmm. might as well plug it. Um, for those that are unaware, we're having a big celebration of 35 years of Disney's Hollywood Studios and also 30 years of the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, and we're doing that with the people that built it. So the people that created the uh, 1989 Disney MGM Studios, the people that created the Tower of Terror and its subsequent versions, um, people that worked on all sorts of stuff in between. Um, if you want to learn more about the Great Muppet movie ride and things that weren't built for Muppet Land, we're going to have people who worked on that project. A lot of really fun stuff. If you want to join us in person or via streaming, you can get your tickets at stage89.com. The streaming ticket through March 15th only is half off. It's 50% off. So it's only 10 bucks. And you not only get to stream it live on May 4th and 5th, you can stream it for a whole month um, on demand as well. Um, so you gather the family around. You could watch these presentations. They're going to be – it's going to be a memorable, memorable event. So um, I will tell you if you want to come in person, we have a meet and greet event where you get stuff signed. If you want to get something great movie ride or Tower of Terror signed, we'll also have lithographs we're making especially for the event that are the event gift you can get signed. And then uh, May 4th and 5th, just two days of panel presentations that will be pretty mm -hmm. exciting. And we will be supporting Give Kids to, uh, the World through this all event. All proceeds. Uh, the proceeds to this event are going to go yeah. to Give Kids the World. So we're not making a cent. This is all about just doing something for the fandom that the fandom deserves, right? This park gets very little love from the company. And you remember the last anniversary, all they did was they wouldn't even mention what the park used to be or any rides that used to exist in it. They unveiled a new logo. They got booed. <laughs> the crowd booed a logo. No, those were the days. It was, a, it was a good time. So we're celebrating the park that was with, again, like the, 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 the leads. These are not just people that worked on these projects. These are the people that were in charge of the great movie ride, in charge of Tower of Terror, the, the people that created the alien scene of great movie ride, the scenic designers, superstar television, monster sound show, um, all these great attractions, star tours, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Playground, Muppet Vision. We're going to talk a lot about my, all the people, all the highest ranking people that created Muppet Vision with Jim Henson are going to be here in our studio. It's going to be a, a wild time. Please join us. All right. Well, I'm back in uh, Discord uh, with the Wigs. J.C. Bobbitt says, will Disney ever go back to operating both water parks concurrently? Not anytime soon. No? If you go there, like, look, I went this winter to Blizzard Beach a couple times. No one was there. I'm like, yeah, why would you have a second one open? No one's at this one. Um, so, like, in the summer months, they're busier for sure. That's when Typhoon operates. Yeah. But still not enough to probably need the second one open. Like, I don't know. I think eventually it'll become a summer thing, but I, I think they're happy with what they're doing now. I mean, it actually makes sense. As much wear and tear as, as water yeah. uh, and operating water park uh, crates, I think to have one that they can be in a constant state of refurbishment, you know, yeah. back and forth between two makes sense. They both look great because of it. Yeah. So it's not that they're, they're definitely not neglecting them, but the, it's a staffing thing, right? So they just shift the whole staff over. Yeah. So they all just on what March 16th or whatever day it is, those people at Blizzard will pack up and the next day they'll start working at Typhoon Lagoon. The whole park will just shift over. Yep. And, you know, obviously I think if they felt like if they felt like the parks, were, those water parks could both sell out every day, they'd figure out a way to keep them oh, both absolutely. open. Oh, absolutely. You'd see more money, yeah. All right. We're back to uh, the community comment. Um, what is a business decision you made that you regret? Oh, oh boy. Well, Eric's sitting here, so I can't. Ouch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, business decision I made that I regret. I mean, there's definitely some. I'm trying to think what... I mean, I'll bring up something general. It's not very specific, but there was a time uh, a couple years ago when uh, money was coming in pretty good, and uh, I think you probably could have uh, pocketed more of it yeah. and instead invested a lot in the company, yeah. and not everything that we did worked out. So some of those yeah. investments I would like to take a mulligan on of things that yeah. we tried to do and either were unable to execute or or they didn't um, yeah. they didn't produce what we thought they were going to produce. But you never know if you uh, don't try. Yeah. yeah, I mean we uh, our biggest investment has been this this large studio space that yeah. is going to be expanding and uh, it's really great, but it's going to be great to have more space to kind of make this nicer, make this yeah. more clean, have places to put stuff. Because even though we have a large space, we have a lot of stuff. 
Yeah, so, so there's a lot of clutter on this end of the of the office, essentially, right? So someone said something at, I think it was at our, our Epcot 40th event, yeah. where they called WWNT Celebration the fifth gate. Yeah. And I really like that. And I think that's more what we're going to try to be. It's going to be this really cool museum and lounge space and a place for some great live entertainment and guest speakers. And so Stage 89 is kind of the tip of the iceberg for what we're going to be doing going forward. I think, um, you know, we're, we're talking about doing um, even filming of news today live with the studio audience. Maybe we'll do the podcast with a studio audience at some point. Oh um, we're talking about these things, more opportunities for you to come and visit and see what's going on here. Um, we have all this space. People should come see it. I'm going to say the name that we couldn't say earlier. I just tried to get you to say it. Oh, Would Bob you advise Jay. Disney shareholders to vote for or against Jay Rasula for the board? I want to say against, but I, I don't know that Jay did an awful job when he was with the company, but he reminds me of an era of like Paul Pressler and Cynthia Harris, and I don't. Cost cutting. He's a, he's a numbers he's guy. He's a butcher, yeah. Yeah, and I think like the reason he got pushed out was I don't, I don't like John Lasseter took a very active creative role and I don't think they got along very well. I could be wrong, but I, I kind of feel like that's what happened at that time. Like he, he just didn't fit in at WDI at a time when they were getting more creative again. And so he, he just kind of faded away. If you could pick one ride at any Disney theme park to be turned into a movie, what would it be? I mean, I have some ideas. I mean, a lot of them already have been, right? But uh, Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, that was supposed to be a TV series, Tumbleweed. Yep. That didn't happen. That, that's a good one, though. Mystic Manor would be cool. Yeah. Obviously, Figment. Journey to Imagination would be fun. Yeah, I don't know what that uh, film looks like, but I think it yeah. would be fun to have them in there. Looks Oop. like an acid trip. <laughs> um, I, let's, think, let's go deeper, though. You could, we could do better. Space Mountain. No, no Space Mountain. What are other like kind of tent pole, you know, r rides that they did them all? Yeah, Test Track would be a pretty boring movie. Phantom Manor would be cool. Phantom Manor could be cool. Its own movie, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, what are your thoughts on D twenty three Brazil that is happening only four months after the one in Anaheim? I don't know. I think there's definitely a lot of Disney fans in Brazil. I think. I think it'll work. Um, I don't know if we're going to go to it or not. <laughs> to wait and see. We might go. I mean, it might be a big enough deal. Um, although I'd have to brush up on my uh, <laughs> language. Yeah. I'm uh, sure it will not be in English. Oh, boy. I can see there. this question is directed at each of us individually. What are your favorite restaurants from New York City and from Kansas City, respectively? If you could add one food item to a WDW park, what would it be? New York City is going to be – it's not going to be like stuff people know. It's going to be local stuff in the Bronx that I think is great. That's good. I think people want to know that. Yeah. There's an Italian restaurant called Pasta Pasta in the Bronx, and it is phenomenal. I've brought people there, uh, and people are just blown away. They're like, this is what this is supposed to taste like. Yeah. Um, so I, I like Pasta Pasta a lot. Um, yeah. Kansas City has a lot. Obviously, barbecue is like a big thing. Yeah. Um, Where'd you take us? It was great. I took you to Joe's. Joe's was Joe's cool. is in a gas. The, the Joe's, the original yeah. Joe's, is in a gas station. That's uh, fantastic. That has become a uh, Kansas City institution. Uh, yeah. The originals are kind of like Arthur Bryant's and Gates are the two yeah. that it used to be. When I was a kid, those are the ones people were like, "Are you Arthur Bryant's or a Gates person?" You know, I was yeah. always a kind of a Gates person. Uh, I still buy their sauce online. I ate at a place. They have a pizza shuttle there now, which I love pizza shuttle. Cheap, pizza terrible pizza, shuttle. but I love pizza shuttle. Um, what a name. Uh, my sister lives close to a place called the Peanut, which has some of the best wings that you're going to find around the area. Uh, but I went a went to a place a few weeks ago uh, in Overland Park called Buck Tui. And Buck Tui uh, is – they won't call it fusion, but it's fusion cuisine. It is Kansas City barbecue – uh, with Thai food. Yeah. It's absolutely uh, incredible. Okay. So, like, uh, you when you can dip a Kansas City burnt in into, like, tiger cry sauce, oh, man, it's, it's a small place. It wasn't particularly expensive or fancy. It's great. They also have a tortilleria that just won a James Beard Award. 
for the best bakery, and uh, they make really good tortillas. So uh, that one is called uh, Yoli, I think. So, um, what is your most favorite, no longer offered live entertainment? I truly enjoyed. We were Mickey's... supposed to pick a food item to put in. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we still got to pick a food item to put into a park. I mean, I don't know, but there was. I know there's. Are we they talking food, food items that would be identified by these regions, New York and Kansas City? I don't know if that's what they meant. I mean, real burn ends—that'd be hard to pull off, right? Yeah. If you because you'd run out of them, right? If you if a place never runs out of burn ends, they're not real burn ends. Yeah. Because there's only a few. There's a finite amount of burn ends you can yeah. get out of like one brisket, and it's just a few. A good bagel place would like we got a good donut place. Everglades is great. Yeah. I need a good bagel place at Disney World. Yeah, where Disney World do they even have bagels other than like breakfast they're places, buffets? But they're all like old. They're all like Florida, like grab and go bagels. They're not good. Yeah, but like a good bagel place would be Everglades should just break into that business. But have we talked about the Bagel Boy? Random of Company B? No, no. Boogie Woogie Bagel. No, he's Boy. not a famous trumpet man from out Chicago way. Uh, no, Jason discovered this place. I think it's on Facebook. It's called the Bagel Boy. Yeah, and they make fantastic bagels. Yeah, but it's a thing where you order ahead of time mm. on Facebook, and then. You go to the address, which is, I believe, their house, and there's a cooler on the front porch, and you put your money in the cooler, and you take out your order of bagels for that day. I think they only do it on weekends, and they're fantastic. Believe it or not, they're fantastic. Wow. There's a New York bagel place in Windermere right behind the Magic Kingdom that's They're pretty, fine. Pretty I've been good. to some of those it's pretty places, good. yeah. Uh, not bad. But, yeah, good bagels in the, in the Disney parks would be good. Yeah. They, and where, where would they do it? Hollywood Studios? I don't know. Bring back starring roles, but starring Any of the bagel roles. What? Any of the bakeries. Yeah. I can see the Boardwalk maybe would be a good place. For that bagels. would make sense, right? Boardwalk Bakery, yeah. yeah. Uh, what is your most favorite no longer offered live entertainment? I truly enjoyed Mickey's Jam and Jungle Parade, uh, Mulch, Sweat, and Shears, and, of course, Citizens Street of Street. Hollywood. Yeah. Citizens of Hollywood, yeah. Bar none. I mean, can I pick? Am I allowed to just say like Spectro Magic or yeah. Nighttime Parades? Yeah, Spectro is my favorite. Spectro, I, I think Spectro Magic. Spectro. They could bring that back and make everybody happy. Yeah. Well, they'd have to rebuild it because they destroyed it. <laughs> yeah. Will the full Festival of Fantasy Parade ever return? No. No. The Merida's Bagpipe Float, TikTok Croc Float, no. and the 33 missing performers. No, not coming back. Can't say more, but they're not coming back. Will the Yeti ever get fixed? We've talked about this before now. No, I don't think so. There are, what was Joe Rody's quote? There are solutions, but not opportunities, business-wise. Yeah. It would cost too much to do it. Yeah. Right? I I I think when they, if they, when, when the time comes to retrack Everest, that's the moment. So that might be when... But before that, probably not. I could see a scenario where with more mo- – I mean, how old is that ride now? Almost 20 years. 20 years old. Oh, my God. So materials that – maybe lighter materials or something, they could replace it with something. I think it will get replaced with something different, whether it's a one that moves less or a projection or I, – I do think when it's time to retract that, that will be such a big project that it will get put into – it will be done at the same time, I think. Uh, this question asks, um, Disneyland Paris, it seems to need uh, um, an e- t- a new e-ticket attraction. What e-ticket do you think Disneyland Paris needs? I feel the main park is desperate for a new standout oh, attraction. Park. See, but uh, people keep saying this, and I'm like, does it matter where it goes when your two parks are on top of each other? Like, when I can walk five minutes between the two parks... Does it really matter which? Yeah, because you have an annual right? pass, you can just walk from one park to the other. But, but people buy somebody park else hoppers? can, but somebody else might only have a pass to one park. Yeah, but then and like they're saying there's, Disneyland. There's stuff worth seeing in the other park. You're going to miss then. Um, look, if you really want to put something in the other park, in the original park, I think Lion King or Jungle Book uh, e-tickets. I think that's the answer. People love those two IPs there. They've never done an e-ticket with either of them anywhere. It would be exclusive to them. That's the answer. And they're probably going to do Lion King anyway. That's what's coming. 
Um, but that's that's the easy answer, that Adventureland expansion plot. Uh, this is from Wigs Court. Uh, is your museum kid-friendly? Yes. Not to watch a show recording, just to see Disney stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Kid-friendly. Someone on Ethan's been like, no, there's a bunch of wires hanging around. I'm like, and then Jake was like, no, there's not. We, Only when we're we, filming we, Like right now there are, but obviously they, they get taken away when No, we've had kids here. Yeah. Now, if you, if you can't make it to a show... Um, the, it is open to the public on nights that we have WW News tonight. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the time, you're who knows? Who knows when we're going to be here? I don't know. That's why we're going to start doing like news today and stuff like that with an audience. Yeah, we'll start doing more stuff you where we have try the public to, in you, here. You know, there'll be a couple opportunities a month to come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, when we're set up for the podcast, there'll be cables and stuff. But you come on a day when we're ready for the public and we yeah. clean it up. Pretty nice. Oh, what would an ideal Disney park look like if you were able to take one ride or attraction from each park resort and pull them all into this hypothetical best Disney theme park? I mean, it would only have 12 rides. It would have as many rides as Epic Universe will have. Yeah. All 12. It's this park called Tokyo Disney Sea. Well, you got to pull one from each park and somehow make that cohesive. This is a long project you've tasked us with. Journey. What yeah, but they got to. They got to. It's got to be coherent, right? It's got to all make sense, right? So you want to pull one ride. So you got to pull twelve rides and then make them make sense in a park, right? Or am I crazy? Because one from each park. Yeah, that's really hard. Because I don't know how you're going to pull something from Walt Disney Studios Paris that makes sense. This is a big project. I don't know if we have time for this right now. <laughs> Cars road trip. You pick the 12 worst rides and put them into a park and try to make it make sense. Well, let's – well, okay, so we could start by going what's the best attraction in each park, right? You could, but does that make sense in a coherent park? But I don't know because let's say the best – I mean the best ride at DCA is Radiator Springs Racers. But outside the context of Cars Land, I don't know that it makes sense. And if the best ride at D- Tokyo Disney Sea is journeying yeah. uh, to the center of the earth, the same it's the same ride, ride system. system. Right. Can I take a land from each park? Because then that's easy. Yeah, let's pick a land. That's way easier. Let's do a land. Um, Disneyland. That's a whole park. <laughs> pick one. No. Oh, you want to pick a pick, land? Yeah, from... let's start with Disneyland. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Toontown from Disneyland. Not Adventureland. No, it's the worst event. It's too tiny. It's so yeah, but it has cramped. Indiana Jones. It has Indy, but we it can, has uh, Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. It has Bengal Barbecue. It has the Adventureland Treehouse. Man, you did you did bring up some good points. Bengal Barbecue. It has the original Jungle man. Cruise plotted out and so like, we can do two. Hand, like you have golf. one and I have one, right? Okay. So I'm I'm taking Mickey's Toontown. I'm okay. I'm taking. Um, you're taking Disneyland's Adventureland. Disneyland Advent, DL Adventureland. All right. I probably should have taken New Orleans Square. Oh well. Maybe, but it's got to be coherent, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so Magic or um, Magic Kingdom. Well, DCA since we're over there. Okay. I'm taking Cars. Land. Oh yeah, I'm taking Cars Land. No doubt. Okay, Magic Kingdom. Uh, Magic Kingdom. Pick your poison. Main Street, USA. Does that count? Yeah. Okay. What are you taking? I don't know. They're all kind of bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. Liberty Square. I guess so. Yeah, Liberty Square wouldn't be bad. Epcot. Yeah, I guess I'll take Liberty Square. Oh my <laughs> Dude, god! Can I just say World what Showcase? Do you even, yeah, what do you even do with? I don't even know what to do. Oh, with no, Epcot. there's three neighborhoods. The World neighborhoods. None of that's going to fit in either of these parks. This isn't going to make sense. Epcot, we might have to like just take one attraction. I don't or one. Country. We can take it like take a like a small area of Epcot, like with an attraction and like surrounding stuff, maybe. Um. I'm going to take the American Adventure because you got Liberty Square in your park. I can make American Adventure fit into uh, – it can be the buffer between Main Street USA and the rest of the things I have going on. 
Is the park icon that theater though? Is that is it like the end? No, I guess we could. I don't know that the land. The, I don't know the cat that the hub counts as a land. I think we can have a castle in the center of our park if we want one, or you can have a uh, giant volcano, or you can have a spaceship Earth, or you can have, or you can have. I'm gonna take Norway. All right, you know what? Let me take Cosmic Rewind. Okay. That'll essentially be our Tomorrowland then. Okay. That's actually a better context for Cosmic Rewind than Epcot is. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Um, studios. Sunset. I want to say Toy Story Land, but it's just because I want to have that, but it's got to be Sunset Boulevard, right? Yeah. I'm going to take Galaxy's Edge. All right. Um, Dak. Pandora. I'm also going to take Pandora. Okay. All right. I um, want to see what the wigs are saying. Tokyo Disneyland. I kind of want their um, Beauty and the Beast. Like, what's is Beauty and the Beast Land? Is that? I mean, it's part of Fantasyland, but you could take just that section if you want. I mean, I could take all of Fantasyland if I get the Beauty and the Beast with it. All right, perfect. Fantasyland. Yeah. (sighs) What do I want to take? What fits with my park? Oh, I'm going to take Critter Country. I knew you would want that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Disney Sea. Now, this is where you start having advantage over me because I have not laid eyes on any of these things. Or you want a Disney Sea? I feel like I, I have Main Street USA for parades, but I feel like I could do a lot with Mediterranean Harbor. Yeah. You also get Soren with that. Yeah, you get Soren. But. What you want? I don't – it's hard for me to say. I mean, Fantasy Springs would be cool, but also it's not – it doesn't exist yet. That, yeah, we don't yeah. know if it's going to be good. You want Mediterranean Harbor? You're gonna, yeah, I guess. You're going to take Port Discovery, aren't you, or Mysterious no. Island? See, I could take Mysterious Island, but I have Cars Land. Yeah. Does it matter, though? That's the question. I also have a lot of sci-fi, right? Yeah. I have Pandora, Galaxy's Edge, and Cosmic Rewind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take American Waterfront. Okay. I wish we had, like, graphically, we could, like, construct this right, park. Yeah. American Waterfront, right, because I get Tower of Terror. I have, a, I have a, um, a big Broadway theater for shows. I have the Electric Railway. Um, I have the big ship with some nice restaurants, the Columbia. Um. This is I kind of work that into my main. That could be the main street for this park. Yeah, I get. I like the fortress explorations bit for Mediterranean Harbor. Yeah, you have that. That's true. Okay, um, Disneyland Paris. Oh, I'm taking Thunder Mesa, Frontierland. Frontierland. I've already got a big roller coaster in Guardians. Fantasyland would bring a lot of. Good family side, and that's the best fantasy land. I think, but having that pirates, I'm gonna take their adventure land because I get that pirates. I get a giant play area. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I get the the tree house. It's kind of a thing we don't know. That's a good transition area for Pandora too. The lush jungle. I ended up with Liberty Square in this park. I already have. I I couldn't take that. I already have a mansion. Actually, you have two mansions now. A Phantom Manor and the Tokyo and Haunted Mansion. Tokyo Haunted. Wait, Tokyo Haunted Mansions in Fantasyland. It's in Fantasyland. You have All right. two Haunted Mansions. That's cool. I well, I, I just won't have be able to take Mystic Manor then when we get to Hong Kong. I guess. Yeah. Um, Walt Disney Studios Paris. I kind of want Cars Road Trip. Yeah? I just want to preserve Catastrophe Canyon. Is uh, that a whole zone? Worlds, Is that a whole area? Worlds of Pixar. Worlds of land. Pixar. Okay. That's Toy Story, Ratatouille, and Cars Perfect. Road Trip. Perfect. Wow. I think I'm building a great park on completely by accident. 
God, I do not want to take Avengers Campus, but it would it would tie nicely. You could take the same one on Cosmic one. Rewind. No, I don't want Worlds of Pixar. It doesn't make sense. I have Cars Land already. Oh, yeah. You now have two different Cars rides in separate lands. What are you doing? Um, Why can't there be two cars? I mean, there's. it's okay. The lands can be next to each what other. What am I going to take from this park? It's so bad. Um. You know what? I'm gonna. It's not open yet, but we know what it's gonna be because I've been to it in Hong Kong. I'm gonna take Arendelle because we know we know exactly what it's gonna be. It's gonna be the world of Frozen minus the coaster. Yeah, yeah. I forget what the hell the name is for it in Paris, but yeah, fro the Frozen Land from from Paris. I'll take. Um, where are we now? Hong Kong, Paris. What was after Paris? Was Hong Kong next? Yeah. yeah. Um, Hong Kong, Disneyland. I really want Grizzly Gulch. You have a Frontierland. Um, but I have a Frontierland. I really want Mystic Point, but I have two haunted mansion yeah. type of rides. Uh, so Arendelle would kind of make sense for me. What, World of Frozen? World of Frozen. <sighs> This is tough because Grizzly or that could be great. But I have Cars Land, which is kind of the – it's going to be too much like Western United States. I'm going to take Mystic Point. I could put that next to Adventureland. Uh, Shanghai. Oh, Zootopia. Even though your guests could get run over. I mean, you can get run over anywhere. Zootopia, where anyone can be run over. <laughs> we try everything. Where anyone can be anything, <laughs> including roadkill. Um, <laughs> if I took that Tomorrowland, but then I'd have Tron and Cosmic Rewind. What's wrong with that? That's weird. Could take their fantasy land. I'd get that Peter Pan then. Yeah, let's let's take the Shanghai. Ugh, we get that ugly maze though, the Alice maze. Adventure Isle though. Yeah, but then that's that's too much adventure land. But I Where's would get the trail? Sorin. Where's the I'd get the trail and I'd get Soren. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna take Adventure Isle. Okay, separate category now. We each get to pick a park icon. We well, gotta think about what you have in this park. Like what what ties this identity together? Because I have no idea. You have Italy, Sunset Boulevard, uh, Marceline, Missouri, Route 66, yeah. um, the Old West. You also have Toy Story Land, Arendelle, Zootopia. I don't know. what. What's your icon? I mean, look, the, the icon doesn't have to tie to necessarily tie together everything. Spaceship Earth doesn't say anything about World Showcase in it. It's, it's just a globe. A, well, that's okay. Tower of Terror doesn't necessarily say anything about Star Wars. These these lands can be separate from one another. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take uh, the. <laughs> how, how about a giant volcano? What would you think about me having a giant sure. volcano in the center of this park? I mean, I have American Waterfront, so it could just be the lighthouse. The lighthouse could be the icon. Or let's let's get crazy. Let's get crazy. What if my park icon is Mystic Manor? And it's not big park, enough. What if the no? Yeah, it's it's on a hill. So what if the theme of the park is like? Go, Henry Mystic is is charting expeditions to the furthest reaches of the earth and all the and beyond. And so like Henry Mystic is plotting an expedition to Pandora and to all these places. Did I manage to create a park full of must ride attractions that doesn't have Pirates of the Caribbean on it in any form? No, you've oh yeah. Yeah, you don't have pirates. Oh boy. You, you have no pirates. Perhaps you had an advantage over me in visiting many more of the parks than I have. Maybe. Yeah, I have the Paris Pirates. I have Mystic Manor. Oh, I don't know that either of these can be coherent. I think coherence doesn't matter. Yeah, well, you can work in Imagineering now, though. Yeah. No, I think the coherence within the land matters. I don't think land to land it, it has that big of impact because Tomorrowland doesn't have anything to do with Fantasyland. 
Fantasyland doesn't have anything to do with Liberty Square. Liberty Square doesn't have anything to do with uh, Frontierland. And fr- well, there is some continuity there. Yeah, Frontier and Adventureland are very different from one another. Main Street USA is very different from all this. I'd, I'm okay, I'm okay with my choices. Who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl, Eric? Um, said I, Michael Weber. Well, I will Weber. be watching the Super Bowl. Mich- I sorry, Michelle Weber. Michelle R. Weber. Okay. I'll, I will be. Now, this is not going to make sense to the viewers because this is taking place almost two weeks after oh, the Super yeah. Bowl. Um, but I am a Chiefs fan. I grew up in a Kansas City area, and I will yeah. be watching a Super Bowl in Kansas City. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I'm hopeful, but I'm not I'm not a I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go crazy about it. I would like for them to win. That'd be nice. I will be rooting for the 49ers because I want everyone to be unhappy. <laughs> I think more people are rooting for the 49ers though. Out of spite. Yeah, I just think I. I read. I think the Athletic wrote an article, and they're like, you know, there's not a whole lot that's actually hateable about the Chiefs, except that they've been successful, right? the 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 Patriots The Patriots were very Patriots yeah. were very successful, but they also had the cheating scandals and stuff on yeah. top of it. Um, but yeah, you don't so, like teams that win multiple, and right? You don't. Like the Yankees were despised, you know. Yeah, several generations of the Yankees were despised for winning too many championships. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, there was also this impression that the Yankees had economic advantages over all the other markets and blah, 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 blah. Um, but, I, yeah, I get it, right? And there's people – look, there's a lot of weird stuff uh, going on. There are deep state conspiracy theorists who think that Taylor Swift is planted there to influence elections. There are there's God, people that just don't – they showed pa- Taylor Swift for a minute out of a three-hour broadcast, and everyone says, all they do is show Taylor Swift. I'm yeah, never watching yeah. – Football, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not, we talked about Taylor Swift on the last episode. I, I don't know enough about Taylor Swift uh, to have strong opinions. I, it doesn't bother me that yeah. the NFL uh, players' family members are shown on broadcast, which they are. I know when the Lions were still alive, they showed one of their season ticket holders for several minutes every game. The guy's yeah. been a Lions season ticket holder for 66 years. Yeah. I mean, they show human interest stories, right? They yeah. show... Uh, parents and families and wives and kids of yeah. players. It's just kind of the thing. Um, anyway, uh, that's just me. I, I, I don't know. That's my short answer, though. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Okay. And you're rooting for – I think you're rooting for the 49ers because um, the Chiefs beat the Dolphins, by the way. Wow. Have you been to Knott's Berry Farm? I have. Have you? No. Uh, if I have, I was very, I was like two years old. Mm. So I don't even know when Knott's Berry Farm opened, but. I mean, a very long time. A very, it's older than me. It's older than I haven't. I have heard the Boysenberry Festival there is fire. That's what people say. I haven't been during that, but I, I like that park. Yeah. It's a good time. The food is great, even not during the festival. Like the Boysenberry churro yeah. was, was fire, as the kids would say. I know that. Uh, every now and then, someone climbs that really tall tower in the park. Oh yeah, they got to deal with somebody doing that. But that's—I don't know. I've—I've I've driven. I've seen it from the highway before. Yeah, and it's not too far off the highway. Do you think Disney will ever do anything with Discovery Island? No. No. No, it's a tropical paradise for people to find. <laughs> You heard my idea, right? Did we talk about this together? Was it? I might have been on a different show. I. It's my idea would be uh, to build a hotel out there, but it's like Galactic Star Cruiser, but it's for pirates. It's like an immersive. Pi- mm. You take a pirate ship to get out there. Uh, you're out cool. there, and it, maybe they have little missions you go on where you're out on boats in the middle of Bay Lake. I don't know. I think it'd be, be make it very small, obviously, because there's not a lot of ro- there's not, not yeah. a lot of room out there. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to make it an eyesore. It'd be a tower. It'd be very Something. Cool. Look, put a big skull. You got pirate sa- tower. You got to sail into the skull. You know, yeah, a little pirate tower. You sail when you go out there. That's the dock. That you sail through the mouth of a skull. You know, you make it cool. Have a a pirate themed immersive star cruiser hotel. Yeah, that's also only two hundred dollars a night. What do you say? Sounds like good business. Yeah. Um, I live in the Netherlands. Have you heard? Of the Efteling, would you ever visit? Yeah. Amazing theme park, uh, some of the best dark rides ever made. It's on my bucket list, but haven't been yet. 
My only foreign theme park I went to was T- Tivoli Gardens yeah. in uh, Copenhagen. And uh, that was great. Gotta go to Efteling. Yeah. It's a great one. Have you signed autographs for fans in the parks? Yeah, yeah. I have. Yeah, even I have. Someone had me sign their country bear poster. I don't know what anyone would do with an Eric Morton autograph. I mean, we've sent them like for auction prizes and stuff, but yeah. a couple in the parks. Which do you think is better nighttime parade? Main Street Electrical Parade or Paint the Night Electrical Parade? I mean, when they were new, it's probably pretty even. I don't know, like uh, today, paint the night because electrical parade is long as long in the tooth. It's it's a bit dated now. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know on that one. I lo- yeah. I just love the beginning of Main Street Electrical Parade so much. Yeah, the ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, yeah, all that. Yeah. Uh, then you so. see the Tokyo one, and you're just like, oh my god, this is because it's everything you love about the electrical parade, but modernized. Um, hey, Eric, I wanted to ask uh, if you're still a Jayhawks fan for basketball and now recently football. Also, do you ever fan meetups when you're back in Lawrence or Casey area? Um, I actually started out my whole life. Kansas basketball is like kind of a religion, but yeah. uh, and I'm from Lawrence. Um, but I've always been a football fan. I yeah. used to – I mean, when I was a kid, as soon as I was able to, I was selling popcorn in the stadium and stuff. I've always been a KU football fan, and they've been – Terrible my whole life. Yeah. In fact, now half the stadium has knocked down their building a new one. But like half of the stadium, it's a, like an old horseshoe configuration, right? Yeah. Old school, built like uh, maybe yeah. probably 100 years old. Um, and they've knocked down exactly a, around half of it. And the other half of the horseshoe is still standing because they need it for graduation in May. Oh, wow. So I don't know if they're going to cl- get all the rubble on the other side all out of there before graduation. Wow. I hope so. And then they'll knock down the rest. What a graduation photo. They're going to play the rest. They're going to play all their games at Arrowhead Stadium uh, next year, except uh, the non-conference games are playing uh, at the Sporting KC Soccer Stadium, which is much smaller. Okay. Um, and in terms of meet up, fan meetups, no, I don't do meetups. I, I do go back to Lawrence. In fact, I'm flying to Kansas City tomorrow. Uh, my brother's memorial service will be on the following Saturday. Um, and so I'm there a lot. They're not I, – I mean, anytime I get together with friends in Lawrence or Kansas City, it's kind of like a fan meetup, right? Wow. Uh, I'm just fans of them. Um, top five theme park attractions of all time. Oh my God. Oh. Journey to Imagination, Mystic Manor, Indiana Jones Adventure. That's tough. Then I, Pirates at Disneyland Paris, then probably Journey to the Center of the Earth. Or, or Sinbad Storybook Voyage, one of those. That's tough. Um, I'm much more limited, domestic parks only. Um, number one is Horizons for me. Um, then can we kind of get to a no particular order, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, the Specifically the um, uh, Florida version of the Haunted Mansion and the California version of Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And what's that three? Um, four, I th- think, is Avatar: Flight of Passage. Okay. And five. Man, this is tough. I want to throw in a, like a non-Disney one just to be different. Yeah. The first roller coaster I ever remember loving. That wasn't a scary – like there were some that like I would ride and they were scared. Was the original uh, from Worlds of Fun, it was called the Zambezi Zinger. Yeah. Uh, Zambezi Zinger. I don't know. How, I call it Zambezi Zinger, but I think it's spelled Zambezi Zinger. Uh, it's now in Columbia. You sent me a video. I, I, I knew it was there. They've rebuilt a, a new Zinger that's not at all like the old one really. Yeah. It's made out of wood. But the original, I think because it's the first roller coaster I was ever on that you went full speed through a tunnel. Mm. I thought that was cool. So – Let's call that my top five. It's probably not one of the best ones. It's just the one I remember from my youth as being my favorite. Want to take one or two more questions? Uh, Top five theme park shows of all time. Oh, God, forget it. (laughs) I can't narrow that down. No? Uh, Top five? Are we just saying live shows only? I don't know. I I don't even know what the – I mean, Fantasmic's in there for sure. Yeah? Yeah. I like Tarzan Rocks. Yeah. 
Finding Nemo the musical. I yeah. liked. A Festival of the Lion King's got to be in yeah. there. One more. No, there's a ton more, right? Like Mickey and the Magician in Paris. Also that new, um, you know, Together, the the new musical show, the Pixar show at, at Walt Disney Studios Paris is fantastic. Um, oh, you want to know my favorite one I've seen on, on YouTube? Yeah. Uh, Very Mini. <sighs> that was so good. Very Mini. That's a really good yeah, one. Yeah, that was a seasonal event at Tokyo Disneyland where – it celebrated like many through the years at the park specifically. So she came back out in costumes no one had seen in that park in, in 10, 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. And like the like they are look, it it's not normal like American crowds like you scream and cheer. It's not normal in Japan. They screamed for there was a couple of costumes. Um things they missed dearly. Obviously Legend of Mythica, which was at Disney Sea. Mm-hmm. Um I forget what other ones. Uh, Mysterious Masquerade probably. Um Man, but but then there's there's some shows I've seen at Disney Sea with um, Song of Mirage, which was in the hangar stage, was fantastic. Love that live music, mm-hmm. great performances, really cool staging. Can I throw out some stuff. wild cards? Sure. Okay, th- hear me out because this is not objectively we're not really it's not a, you know what I'm going to say at Sea World. The Christmas oh, show, uh, what's it called? Oh, uh, wondrous, oh night? wondrous night! Holy cow, it's wild! Yeah, it was like the whole time I'm like, "What are we doing here?" And then uh, something about it connected with yeah. me. All of a sudden, they start bringing out all these animals. There's camels walking around so the, the theater, way, going to the stage. The way it is this wild. Starts, it starts so like a bunch of the second tier amusement parks do this thing where essentially they hire or. Um, Maybe in some cases, kind of lease their theaters in the in the Christmas season to these Christian performance groups, and so Old Wondrous Night is one of those. Dollywood does stuff like that too, and the Dollywood shows are I do not think they're very good. They're too preachy. Like it's it's mm-hmm. a theme park. It's not the place for it. Right. Um, you know, it's fine. Like I don't mind singing Christmas songs that relate to Jesus. That's like that's just part of the season, right? That's not my problem. My problem is if, if it gets preachy about it. Yep. Um, Oh, Wondrous Night starts as a weird, like, it's like if you went to a Christian grammar school, um, grade school, and they're trying to, like, get make, like, some, like, traveling group comes in, they're trying to make learning about the Bible cool, and so they're like, you know what'll fix it? Puppets. Yeah, we'll do these, <laughs> we'll do these cool cartoony puppets. So it's a cool cartoony puppet show about the birth of Jesus, but then at the end, it starts to transform into this psychotic gospel performance where it's the amazing. puppets turn into real animals. And so every animal that was at the real nativity bursts through the doors <laughs> and goes up onto the stage. And then suddenly it becomes this big gospel performance. Where they're super talented. Yeah, they're it's Very great. talented it's great. performers. Um, it's you have to see it. It's I don't. Insane. I can't even describe because I don't even think watching it on YouTube will do it justice. No, it has because to because you're be there and you're like, this is so bizarre. It's basically the puppets of the animals explaining why they were responsible, the, responsible for, for the, the, baby the birth of the baby in this yeah. manger. Yeah, and then they'll go, no, I was more responsible because I did went this. Like this. Yeah. And then they'll bust into like popular songs or gospel versions of popular yeah. songs and they're yeah. dancing and the like the choir rips their robes off and they're like wearing. Like street clothes, it's yeah. it's great. You have it's to hilarious. Go, you it, have but to it's, take people that don't know what they're getting into. I know because I went the with the, with Jason, yeah. and he kept looking down. Because I could tell you, like the reason I was there. People, because that's the way I was introduced. It's like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. You have to bring new people into it every year. So like your first time, people will inevitably be looking at you, be like, "Are you seeing this?" And then you, the next year, have to bring new people, and yeah. you have to continue it's the a rite cycle of passage. and just see what people's reactions are like to this weird, this weird, weird. Show. Uh, Lee looked at me at one point, and she's like, "What in the hell is going on yeah. here?" And then when the animals start coming out, she lost it. She was like in yeah. love. Also, another wild card: um, the 2021 version of Nightmare Fuel. Oh my god! Was just so shockingly like in your face. At, at Howling Horror Nights, I thought it was great. I like Bill and Ted. I never saw Bill and Ted. Yeah, that so. was fun. The one at at uh, what was the anniversary year? I guess the twenty fifth year or the final year. Actually, the final year was cool. 
Um, it's fun. I like goofy comedy, so that was always my my thing. Um, I love also. It's not strictly. A, it's not technically theme park, uh, yeah. but I love the Tangled show on uh, the Disney Magic. That was good. Yeah, for the yeah. Sta- for a stage show at sea. I thought that was, that was my favorite of the ones that I've seen. That and Twice yeah. Charmed. Um, Twice Charmed was very good. Yeah. yeah. So. I like both of those. Um, you, we have the time Frozen for one more. The Frozen musical at DCA was great, by the way. Mm. Shame that didn't last longer. Um, I do I do like uh, the Frozen show at uh, Hollywood Studios, Sing specifically along, when yeah. it's Christmas, to sing the street mis- It's the streetmosphere people carry. Yeah. yeah. All right. One more question. One last one. Let me see. Find a good one. I'll pet Gertie while we wait. Uh, why is the WW News Tonight calendar not on the calendar on your website? I'll tell you why. We're actually phasing out that calendar, aren't we? Yeah, because it doesn't help anybody. We're phasing that calendar out. It takes up a lot of space on the site, uh, and yeah. um, it doesn't help anybody. We, you can find our calendar at www.newstonight.com. Yeah, where That's where you should go for it. Yeah. But on the main page, yeah, we're phasing out the use of that calendar. I think I've used it on Boxed In once in the last several months, and yeah. I think Rob might still Rob use it sometimes. Rob meticulously fills it in, but mm-hmm. yeah, we're, we're not going to use it anymore. What are your favorite Disney live action films? Do you prefer the old Haunted Mansion or the new one? The new one. Yeah, the new one's way better. Yeah. Uh, but what are Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah. And, I, of course, Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm a big fan of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea and also Island at the Top of the World. Yeah. What a bizarre movie. Yeah. Um, it's old. It's funny. Um and then just a weird one from, from COVID lockdown, Blackbeard's Ghost. Blackbeard's I was just going to mention it. <laughs> That's my favorite weird old Disney movie. Blackbeard's yeah. Ghost is still funny. It's yeah. still funny. Peter Ustinov. It's great slapstick. Yeah. yeah. It's, ti- it's like the Three Stooges. It's timeless. Yeah. Yeah. Probably always on Disney+. Plus. Probably, oh, they probably so, will never take that one down. Please go watch it. I love, Blackbeard's I love Ghost. it so much. Yeah. Anything else you want to add before we wrap this up, Tom? No. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to thank you for watching uh, this episode of the WW News Today podcast. Uh, we appreciate your viewership, and we will see you uh, next time. See you real soon. Bye-bye.